What's the value add for you to prance around on another podcast talking about the same stuff so that they can sell ads on your name? It's like literally he's giving you his brain so you can slap on some me and these ads and you can rake in 20 grand. <laughs> It's Dave from DB Audio in Toronto. This is VU, Voices Unscripted, a podcast featuring punchy five-minute interviews with people who use their voice to make a living and to make a difference. In this episode, I spoke with Neil Pasricha about his rise from blockbuster blogger to awesome author, prolific podcaster, and terrific TED Talker. I am a loud person. I talk all day. I talk for a living. And when I'm not talking, I'm writing things down to talk about. How, how did I do for a, an impersonation there? That's pretty good. And I totally forgot I said that, but it does sound like something I would have said. And the reason uh, you said it was because of the first ever TED Listen. So what was the inspiration for you to go on the Toronto TEDx stage and ask 40 questions? Everyone's doing a TED Talk. But I feel the world is a bit loud, like the, the world is too loud. So where better venue than TED to sort of try to communicate that in the opposite? So I thought, okay, let's re, let's, let me re, let me like poke a hole in this format. I'll call it a TED Listen. And the name of the TED Listen, which we didn't even say yet, is called How Do You Maximize Your Tiny Short Life? A massive topic. Yeah. When you go up there, yeah. you've got no notes. How do you memorize it? the way I memorize stuff is I, I fucking memorize it. And so what I'm trying to say is... That's that's so helpful. Thank you very much, Neil, for that pithy... I'm you stand up, you read it out loud to yourself. Weird, right? Okay, good. Sure. Now you stand up and you read it again. Now you read it again. Now you read it again. Uh, that first TED Talk, Dave, I did over a hundred times in my apartment, including to my mom, my dad, people that were visiting, friends. I had the whole thing memorized yeah. from start to finish because I did it a hundred times. So let's go back to um, the uh, Neil, the writer, because although this, pod, this podcast is about the voice, I want to know about your, your book. The real thing I want to know about is reading that. When you sat down and your publisher said, okay, Neil, now you're going to read it all. How, how are those experiences? Terrible. I hate it. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, I, I find that terrible. I, you know, because they put you in a tiny little room right away. There's a different sound when someone's talking from their brain, and there's a different sound when someone's talking off paper. Yeah. I don't like the sound of anything being read. I don't like that sound. It doesn't mm. sound as natural to me. So right away, I don't like that. So I really want to be able to read my book the way the way you'd read it. I just want it to sound like me. This is a good segue to your podcast because your super innovative, like commando style reporter, street reporter podcast, how did you get into that? And how has it changed? I mean, yeah, so first recording it at home via Zoom is just not my goal. And even yesterday, as we're recording this today, I was walking around and I saw an interesting sign in a restaurant. I started taking pictures. Mm. The owner comes out. It was, so we end up talking, blah, blah. And turns out, and then this is just where you have to have your radar up all the time. She's like, I'm an English teacher. Like, when I was blah, blah. And I was like, you're an English teacher. So I pull up my iPhone. I was like, do you mind if I just record five minutes about? Uh -huh. So we did and turned it into 15 minutes. And that's my next, that's the next chapter of the show. Like, that's the one coming out it's next. Coming, it's coming back. The old Neil's coming back. You asked how do I get big authors or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So one thing right away is I've never, ever used the same language ever inviting two people ever. Right. I make it very clear this is not a commercial endeavor. And so I say, you know, my show is 100% nonprofit, no ads, no sponsors, no promotions, no interruptions. 
And for a guy like Malcolm Gladwell, like his IP is very valuable. If you're a big name, and I'm not saying he's ever said this, and he certainly never said this, but I'm like, if I'm a big name or if he's a big name, what's the value add for you to prance around on another podcast talking about the same stuff so that they can sell ads yeah. on your name? Yeah. It's like literally he's giving you his brain so you can slap on some me undies ads and you can rake in 20 grand. Like that's just like the incentives are totally misaligned. You you are not a nonprofit, but ultimately where is your satisfaction? Um, where are you headed with all of this? The question is, would I do this for free? Your intrinsic motivators actually get covered in your own brain when you replace them with extrinsic motivators. So when you give someone money, actually they're a worse teacher. Like they did this test with piano lessons um, at Brandis University and the girls that got paid to give piano lessons were like shorter and stricter and had to leave right away. And like, you know, they were right, right. whatever. But the ones that were just told thank you were just like way better teachers. And so I'm really careful in my life what I charge for and what I don't. And the goal is to not charge for 99% of stuff. Part of the value of doing that, Dave, is that you get unbelievable freedom. I'm, I'm free to literally release a 12-minute podcast or a three-hour podcast with David Mitchell yeah. that you helped me edit. Yeah. And, and I can do that because I don't have any sponsors breathing on my neck telling me what to do. And I also don't have to spend time sending invoices and thinking about billing and mm. thinking about growing mm. my, my... I don't care about growing my podcast. If you tell people about it and you love it, awesome. That's how my podcast... I'm, you know, It's a really popular podcast, arguably... But I never have advertised a dime about it. It's just people like you telling others that they liked it. Wow. That's it. Amazing. And, and that's the better way to do it. Because then the people that listen are actually real fans. You might have less of them. You might have less downloads. And you might have less whatever. You might have less everything. But the people that like it, like it a lot. <laughs>